0: The downloadable concept podcast. Home for many centuries to a terrible dynasty of vicious vampire jebs. The Counts of Rentula. Legend has it that these foul beings can be destroyed by a stake through the heart or exposure to sunlight. This does not suffice, however, for they may be brought back to life by means of a secret rite that can be performed once a century when the moon is in the eighth house of Aquarius. Arr! 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 The latest reincarnation did not run a cordial. And we are not <laughs> singing the Ducula theme.
1: <laughs> oh, really?
0: <laughs> Hello, listener. <laughs> I may have just kiboshed, his fo- kiboshed Fox's ducular choir plan.
1: Man, you need go!
0: <laughs> no. No, definitely okay, not. What about Buck, Feed Me <laughs> <laughs> We're very good at video games here at this podcast, which is why we started with talking about
2: <laughs> British cartoons. Uh, I, I would like to point out I would like to point out there's there was there were ducular games. Yes, there were. <gasps> they <laughs> were
0: wonderful. Bad. Was, they were really <laughs> awful. <laughs> The were... Victor and Hugo game was abysmal.
1: That was a Victor and Hugo game. Oh.
0: Think the Lost Vikings designed by an idiot.
1: Oh, imagine what that could have been. Imagine. Like, like Victor and Hugo do Monkey Island. Oh. Oh. <laughs> That would have been perfect for them.
0: But yes, it is the ending of October, the spookiest time of year. And we in Australia have to go and take that on faith.
1: Because of turkeys, right? Turkeys are terrifying. I think it's, yeah.
0: a, no, geese. I'm reasonably certain it's with geese. Oh, geese, right. Yeah. Geese.
1: Okay, geese. Yeah,
0: yeah it's what, when, it's when, it's when, oh, Oh no, I get it. It's because that's when pilgrims arrive and kill everyone in your oh, country. Yeah,
1: those guys are fucking terrifying. That's a, that's a
2: really grim holiday. It's like wow. like a
1: slasher movie. Yeah. So
0: anyway, Hey, Jeb. Been playing video games lately? Uh,
2: playing more of that Digimon, game. <laughs> nice, nice. So, so it, it, it escalates pretty quick. Uh, uh, Did
1: it get more anime?
2: Uh Well, you mean at the point where, where the where the where the where the where the where the, uh, the the digital computer internet cyber monsters decided that it was best to destroy the entire human world? Yes.
0: <laughs> That escalated quickly, fucking humans.
2: <laughs> what if we just murdered all of the humans? Mm, good idea. Let's but tear a hole in the sky. Scu- this is the midpoint.
1: Hang on, though. Aren't you working with the the, the digital monsters?
2: Well, not They're all wrong. Digimons.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: I see.
2: Oh, I uh, I also played Mafia Three, and uh, that's a really good game. <laughs>
0: Uh, a plus plus KKK killing
2: simulator. It's 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 a re- it's it's a really good fascist killing simulator, and um. one of my favorite things about it. You know how in certain games made by Ken Levine. Um they, they the game really imparts on you the question of who really are the monsters here?
1: <laughs> right. I mean all people are equally bad if you give them uh sufficient access to guns.
2: You see, Mafia Three says, you know, actually it's it's the racists and the fascists that are the ba- the monsters. So um here's a machine gun. Have fun. <laughs>
1: I'm not sure we can handle this. This uh, nuanced an idea.
2: Oh, this 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 racist is 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 is, is uh, trafficking sex workers uh, against their will, and oh, that's what. Oh, well, would you like to put a knife in his throat? <laughs> well, yes, I would. Now, I haven't
0: played this game. I would recommend the listener, if you're interested in Mafia Three, not to undersell Jeb on this front, but go check out The Guardian, like the actual newspaper, The Guardian, which published a piece by a video game critic Tori. Musa, I apologize if I mispronounced that name. Um, who who does a really really thorough rundown of what it's like, uh, dealing with a game, dealing with racism this way as a person of color. Um, and I'm borrowing his point here, but in the game you get choices, uh, you get choices to uh, work with or work or, or, or kill any of the crime bosses you deal with, right? Mm-hmm. Except the explicitly racist ones, in which case you just
2: kill them. <laughs> no. Oh no! Fuck <laughs> you. These
1: people do not deserve redemption.
2: Here is your re- your your revenge your 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 your, uh, redemption arc is um I'm going to put this knife in your face. <laughs>
1: your and then set you want to be in heaven? <laughs>
2: you're not going there. The, uh, um, the old Lincoln, st- Lincoln 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 Clay is a very important video game character.
0: <laughs> my grandfather, who was a preacher, was fond of saying, when you throw a rock into a pack of dogs, <laughs> the one that yelps is the one that hit, which goes to show that my grandfather wasn't very nice to dogs. But, it but fuck you, buddy. Also indicates, it, it indicates the kind of people who are complaining about Mafia 3. <laughs> so if you throw a rock into a pack of racists. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all right with this. If you yell racist at a bunch of white people, the one who goes "Hey" is probably the one who has a reason to say that.
2: <laughs> and then I what you can do in Mafia, if you're playing Mafia is Three, me. is once the once the racists all gather up in one spot, you can throw <laughs> you can throw Molotov cocktails at them.
0: <laughs> well, holy many shit. metaphorical <laughs> rocks. Many, yes. Some of those rocks are bigger than others. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it, it appears to be a very uh, important video game. I'm I'm kind of hoping it's a bit like Spec Ops The Line, in that it's going to show up as this sort of wee semi-forgotten franchise entry that everyone's like oh no, that one's really good. That one's really, <laughs> that really smart. Really well, as long as we
1: don't just go back to totally ignoring its message like we did with Spec Ops The Line.
2: <laughs> there, There is a, there is a there is a, like, you know, pe- some people think, well, you know, mechanically the stealth is too easy. It's like, oh, I hate it when murdering races is too
1: easy <laughs> <laughs> mm, That is a thing I have literally never felt. <laughs>
0: um stealth is a really weird thing in any of these games that tries to be basically a, a giant platter of options because mm-hmm. good stealth, you kind of have to build the whole game around it. <laughs> in like look look at how easy Dishonored is if you are willing to <laughs> I, kill people. Oh, hold
1: on, sorry, to stab that square on my talent bingo card.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Telling has serious opinions about stealth.
1: Far, I was going to ask you about this actually because I I saw someone spreading that. Uh, I, you can't see my finger quotes here, listener. But uh, the news that in Dishonored you might be discouraged from murdering random people and gods and who kills people in
2: Dishonored?
0: <laughs> oh, that's right,
2: the weak <laughs> people who want to have fun.
0: Wow. <laughs> actually, thinking about it, in the in the list of victims, like I think someone wrote an article about Dishonored one referring to Cruel Mercy, where almost <laughs> every single non-lethal kill is so much worse than just stabbing someone. What's the
1: interesting thing about Dishonored in that context? Because all the, you know, all the randos, all the guards, all the the sentries that you can avoid killing, that's just fine. But the people for whom it's like a key choice mm. whether you kill them or... well, Yeah, some of those are really questionable.
0: Yeah, uh, honest to God, the more I think back on it, the more I think killing in the fourth, I think it is, mission, is actually the preferable out for that character. Like, if the game presents you with you have these two options, I do think that that act of violence probably... Morally- is that the one with the stalker? Yeah. yeah. yeah, That's probably the one that's more morally acceptable. Why am I caring about the spoilers on a th- four-year-old game uh, that think- everyone knows about? Stipe. Yeah, still, just on a two coming into two weeks. It's
1: true, people who didn't try the original might be trying it out. I have a tiny drop of hype. Oh
2: dear, that's <laughs> right. like
1: seen Emily in like, that in like, game. In Holy like four,
2: shit! In like four weeks, I'll be playing Final Fantasy Final, Final, 15 I'm sorry you'll never see me again <laughs> the boys are they the back? boys the boys will be back in town. I can guarantee you, the boys will be back in town. I don't know what they're doing for the
0: music in that game, but I really hope that if they're
2: oh like, I, oh, have you not heard?
0: I have not heard. Tell me, tell me, Jeb.
2: Mm, there is an awesome cover of Stand By Me. Ah, uh, <laughs> I will. Sh- I will link it to you after this podcast. All right, that's good news.
0: <laughs> I was going to say that y- if you wanted to keep with the Final Fantasy styling, what you should really do is get Orange Range, the uh, the Japanese hip hop band to cover uh the boys are back in town <laughs> and they probably do it for free because it's exactly their kind of thing
1: you you guys have just made me realize how badly i want one of these road trip style films with a like saints row level excellent soundtrack of just sing-alongs that they do
0: oh uh, like all the music. like you know we're
1: road tripping around the place and, and doing the whatever bullshit fantasy rpg plot line we have but also we're just you know we're bad so we're we're just having Hanging. we're just playing songs.
0: All the music's diegetic. Yeah, yeah, they're actually doing it. Nice.
1: No, none of this is just for montage value. This is just like, yeah, it's going to be a couple of hours till we get to the next place.
0: That said, uh, speaking of taking hours to get to the next place, I believe Fox has been playing Rune Factory again and reset the universe to escape a baby. Yeah, dark. <laughs>
1: oh, it's almost a less said the better situation. <laughs> I was not prepared for how, how violated I would feel, how- Having to have a character be pregnant in a video game. Yep. uh, There's there's not really any good words for it. It's... I mean no disrespect to people for whom this is a good thing and I suppose <laughs> kudos to the game for having it actually be like a time relevant thing rather than just going babies better time skip
0: <laughs> Yeah, I remember in Baldur's Gate they Baldur's Gate 2 you could indeed <laughs> yeah, have yes. a pregnancy that happened in real time which is something like you... each rest is an 8 hour increment. well
1: yeah the time scale is completely ridiculous in yeah, Baldur's so Gate 2
0: <laughs> it was something like 600 rests later like you we got... ran out of
1: potions so we might just spend, you know, 14 weeks resting. Yeah. Because the game no doesn't care.
0: Because no one has any natural regeneration and eh. 2nd edition healing. is really ridiculous really low. But yeah, so 600 days after Aerie approaches you and mentions something in a dialogue window, she could just be like, oh yeah, one of my inventory slots is now occupied uh, by a baby. in that. now
2: in the inventory.
0: It's literal baggage. Yeah, and, and the only two people who can carry it are you and Aerie. And yeah, that's crap. Which means that two characters have given up between them one inventory slot for literally Literally really nothing. That's the end of the plot. It doesn't ever go further than that. Uh,
1: it's very, very strange. Yeah. See, video games usually don't know what to child. And, you know, Harvest Moon is, well, I suppose it's better than previous versions where it's just been, hey, congratulations, you have a wife and now X time has passed, so you have a baby. She will sit in your house all day with a baby. The baby will never grow. The wife will never do anything. Which is bullshit. Um, And Rune Factory is, you know, they tried to do something with it in that they do time skip after the child shows up. So it's like, hey, at, at least this thing can talk and have a personality and stuff. But it's also, like, at that point, it's a party member and you can take it off to kill dragons and get set on fire and stuff. And seriously, it looks like it's about eight years old, maybe.
0: Come with me, okay. child. It's yeah. time you learned how to be a man. It's time for you to be dwarven body armor.
2: <laughs> Want to go, for- dwarf- go, go watch Want to go watch mum kill a dragon? You see, in like, dwarf okay. fortress, in dwarf fortress, dwarf ladies who are pregnant, <laughs> and in a battle, have been known to give birth in the battlefield. they'll that yeah, de- I- do. Is pick up the child and keep fighting.
0: That's dwarves, though. That's dwarves. That's different. That, like that does not strain my suspension of disbelief for a heartbeat. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> the, <laughs> baby the baby becomes body armor. Just pick the baby up by the beard. That's hey. That's what it's there for.
2: Pick the baby by the beard. They
1: don't have umbilical cords. They just have the beard.
0: We're <laughs> beard- not course. all
1: spawned from our forefathers' beard hair.
0: We we are we are touching on deeply horrifying elements. <laughs> Of of Tolkien esque lore at this point, <laughs> I remember look, we
2: were talking I about. Look, is Rune <laughs> this is like, I mean, this is this is Halloween. We could go into some of the most horrifying things about Dwarf <laughs> Fortress, but no, no, let's not. No. Let's not.
0: I I, I I have heard things about Dwarf Fortress that makes the Mushroom somber area of Earthbound sound positively charming. <clears throat> so,
1: <laughs> anyway, long story short, um, really disturbing because of course none of the character sprites change or anything. So now you just have this child who's grown enough to speak and. And slay dragons um, but you still look like you're a teenager at best and it's it's you know it's in your house all the time and it calls you mommy spelled the American <laughs> way and I just I I thought I was going to be okay with this because in most games where you might have a child in character I'm just like yeah that's adopted
0: <laughs> but you know there's no
1: choice here because uh, you no, the bits don't do that so <laughs> but it's it's impossible to get around with your factory and And in the end, I actually did delete that save file. (laughs) I ended the world because I hated the alien child so much.
2: (laughs) I cannot have a child. This is not acceptable.
0: (laughs) What I'm saying is developers do not fuck with Fox's ability to have agency over her character. (laughs) She will end the fucking universe on you.
1: I I feel I've discovered a new and complicated part of my psyche.
0: It
2: shows how important games are. I think it helps <laughs> us discover more about ourselves. and how willing, how willing we are to destroy a world to end a baby <laughs> Also, I had the girl baby. Oh, creepy It's just one of those All designs babies. that I'm All like, that's, awesome. that's not
1: cute for me. That's, that's disturbing. Like, All you know, babies
2: look creepy. <laughs> that is the default that's, that's state of trials. baby. You
1: never get a sprite for it when it's a baby. Though you do oh. get an awful cut scene where you were. And by the way, for the month when you're pregnant, no one in town will shut up about <laughs> it. Every time they see
2: this, this, you, this, ah. is, this is accurate to the the real. Uh. Have you
1: been taking care of yourself? Please sit down rest. I'll make you some food. I just got. I am covered in dragon blood. <laughs> I... Do I look like I need a fucking foot spa?
0: With, with regards to creepy, actually baby, yes. But... Hold on, wait a second. Yeah, actually, yeah. When you're coming in, when you're coming to Dragon Blood, that's actually not a bad time to do it. God, when you need a full body spa, true. But uh, there's a recurrent bit of uh, comedy in British humour that I believe came first from Pratchett, and therefore everyone stole it, where, I... he, where he referred to how a baby looks like a shrunken Winston Churchill. Oh yeah, it's from Good Omens, and everyone I know has quoted that to some extent, which has now left me convinced it's not that babies look like Winston Churchill. It's so Winston Churchill just looked like a big <laughs> baby.
1: Yeah, he, he's a big giant man <laughs> Terrifying man, baby.
0: I think it, I think it's really impressive that that Britain elected a baby prime minister. Like, <laughs> They're more know, progressive than we thought. That's more progressive than I would have expected.
1: Took them a long time to elect a woman, but they did have a baby well before that.
0: <laughs> giant, smoking, swaggering, champagne-drinking baby.
1: On second thoughts, this is not helped. But we are definitely in the realms of horror.
2: <laughs> the, here, meanwhile, here in Canada, we've we've elected a model. But, yeah, um, so <laughs> well, with, you elected a baby. Well, we, had, when we had, when we had, a, when we had a. We had a woman as prime minister. We were so opposed to that. We destroyed the entire party she was in when her election came up.
0: Christ.
1: (laughs) Our our first female prime minister did not go well
0: either. Mm, Now. Uh, as far as chat yeah, what have you been playing? Well, I've been playing a spooky game. Oh, wait! Fox, oh, Hotline Fox, Fox, Fox wanted to say something, or possibly the microphone.
1: <laughs> no, um, I, I was going to say the other thing. I have been playing is Pokemon Go again, and I don't know if it's actually promotional, if they've changed the spawning rates or whatever. But there are ghosts everywhere right now. <laughs> Excellent, just, ghosts and cats. That's and a Halloween thing, yeah. Because drowsies are horrifying.
0: <laughs> drowsies are horrifying. So I've been playing a spooky game uh, that is both a board game and a phone game called Elder Sign.
1: Oh yes, I've been playing this with you, in fact.
0: Yes, and uh, Elder Sign is uh, a single to up to four player board dice game. Uh, it's a lot like Yahtzee, but with more potential to be eaten by a gnarl
2: effect. <laughs> But with more personality, game.
0: yeah, and uh, it it is surprisingly tense. It is a surprisingly horror-filled uh, little game.
1: Can I insert a little bitch into the margins here? Go on. I just want to bitch about Yahtzee special editions because they're you know how they've done Monopoly special what? editions. What? Yeah, you've seen them. There's like a Zelda Yahtzee edition. What? And you know what? You know, beautiful collector's edition thing they did
0: to make the quote-unquote Zelda edition of Yahtzee. I'm, okay, I'm just gonna guess, knowing what I know of Yahtzee, it's a chess.
1: They just—they made a treasure chest. That's it. It's not even really on model for a Zelda treasure chest. So and it. the dice that, like, you know, it's not—they didn't even like put a Triforce where the one is, or or do particularly Zelda-related colors or any fucking thing. It's just dice, and there's a plastic chest, and it costs like forty dollars or some shit. Crap and a half. Yeah, I, huh. I'm well, super pissed every, off at branded special edition board games right now.
2: Every Legend of Zelda board game is is overly expensive. So mm. that's just production. Yeah. Now I'm, I imagine that's because
0: Nintendo are not the nicest people when it comes to licensing their properties?
2: Well, it's also the Legend of Zelda board game is like 30 years old and extremely rare. Yeah. Oh, is there
0: an actual
1: Legend of Zelda board oh, game? Oh, yes. than just Zelda Monopoly and shit.
2: Oh, yes. Yeah, it's one of those
0: one of those points of fascinating lore, and apparently it's kind of garbage, but also in that
2: really charming What movie. mid-80s board game?
0: Was it done
1: by Nintendo America aping the Zelda art?
0: Is it a Wand of Gamelon, as it were? Well, well,
1: no, I mean I'm not saying off-model grotesque parodies of the characters so much as just like oh, no, it just you know, when they tried to it. do illustrations no. for Nintendo Power and stuff that were like no, no yeah, they just straight the lifted Japanese the characters.
2: Characters. they just straight lifted the the art from the from the manual.
1: Oh no, okay, right. I, I think I understand about the level that we're at then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
2: we're at the level of mid '80s licensed board game. Yeah, which means which, that it's super collectible because nobody bought the fucking things.
0: Yeah, like the he. He-Man board game we, we uh-huh. saw, which, by the way, they, for anyone who's never seen the He-Man board game, do you remember those books you'd open up and they'd fold out a section of them and it would stand up on its own? The oh, He-Man pop-up books. Pop-up books. They're great. The He-Man board game is a pop-up book. Oh. The, the, the board folds out into like this multi-layered volcano. Oh, now oh, that's yeah, so really cool. Except in order for it to be able to do that, the cardboard is super thin mm-hmm. and it comes with plastic miniatures that are oh. like really awful representations <laughs> of the He-Man character. Gets bent to shit, and you put them on their positions in the volcano, and they fall through it into the area you're not meant to be able to get. That guy lost. (laughs) He's in the lava. Orco's dead.
1: <laughs> Orko's dead, but on the bright side, Skeletor is now a flaming skeleton warrior, dude.
0: <laughs> on the other hand,
1: um,
2: I
0: <laughs> yeah, and we we at one of the conventions we went to last year, Berserkercon. Someone was selling a secondhand copy of the He-Man board game oh, wow. for one hundred and eighteen dollars. <laughs> it wasn't he man.
2: You will give me one hundred and eighteen dollars for this game. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh God! Dual Skeletor action.
1: man <laughs> But
0: yeah, dual uh, Skeletor
2: action sorry. is the is my okay human profile name. <laughs>
0: So uh, I will say that Elder Sign, the phone game, is okay. It's a little opaque, um, and it's it's a little hard. Um, I I don't know why in particular it feels so much more difficult than playing with people. But uh, you're you're trying to roll fistful. Actually, you know what it is? It's probably that the fistfuls of dice in the phone game are explicitly random, and so they feel so much more unfair. <laughs> oh, right. But yeah, mm. it's a it is a neat little game. The board game itself, really quite nice if you like little fiddly bits of games it is it would be extremely your shit
1: the rules are fiddly as hell the first time but yeah. you do get into it fairly quick like when Talon was explaining things to me before we played I was like "The hell this yeah. is too much rule make less rules
0: but then when you actually play it's like oh I only need to deal with this much rule at a time yeah uh, so if it's on it's on the google play store for phones and tablets for I think four bucks which is not an inappropriate price for the kind of purchase it is a decent little board game and, and it's good for password
1: so it passes around I was going to ask can you multiplayer with the, yeah. the app
0: yeah you can you can pass it's
1: not great but it's better than yeah. better than just this now solo game
0: but it's not nearly as fun as uh, the fist the version of the game we're all actual fistfuls <laughs> of
1: dice and pulling monsters out of a cup yeah yeah explicitly, yes. explicitly,
0: a, explicitly cup. a cup yeah
1: not a, a you know dark faux velvet baggy New. of mystery a cup cup of monsters <laughs>
0: haven't we all had a cup of monster in our in our time it's the best thing in waking <laughs> up
1: I have to say I um I really respected that game's sense of tension by the end of it because mm. um, our group, we don't really, like, I remember once a long time ago one of our guys tried to run call a Call of Cthulhu campaign, but that was not going to work no. with our attitude towards spooky stuff. No. I believe we wound up deciding that there were undead monk trees throwing undead poo at the adventurers. At, like, this is about the level <laughs> of um, but You kind of have
2: to f- be willing to commit.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: You've got to meet Cthulhu halfway.
1: <laughs> and despite the fact that we went into <laughs> have- zero respect for that. <laughs> Otherwise um, you have
2: Alone in the Dark. <laughs> yeah. In
1: particular, doing comedy voices for each of the characters, I still blame them for naming a character Monterey Jack. <laughs>
2: That's my favorite rescue ranger. <laughs> yes.
1: That's exactly what I went for. <laughs> but despite that, and despite the fact that we were joking and making fun of this thing the whole time, uh, when we realized that we actually might be going to lose, we were really strung out. Yeah. like All of a sudden it was like, no, no, don't want to lose. <laughs>
0: here, here, have my stuff. <laughs> what if the dog dies? Yes. One of us had an ally that was a dog. And the whole point of the dog is you can discard the dog to avoid any terrible consequences of failure. Never. So looked at it and went, well, that's yeah. a blank card.
1: <laughs> dog is just gonna hang around your character. now nah, if the dog succeeds, we win. I don't care if the world ends. Yeah. Dog
0: lives. As it turned out, my character who had the dog wound up doing very little in that game, so mostly what was happening was I was handing items to other people, which in my mind was just the dog running around delivering things <laughs> it was to so people. so cute. Like Lassie. <laughs>
1: you know, like, I just had this idea of you carrying around a golf bag of mystic artifacts and just handing onto the dog and <laughs> running off to the, the- the, you get know, a research scientist or whatever. Yeah, yes. take this magical sword.
0: <laughs> this is the sword of power. What was it doing in his golf bag? <laughs> I'm, I'm a dog. dog. <laughs> How
2: the hell should I know? <laughs> don't, ask, don't ask
0: me. I'm a dog. And now it's time for retro gaming news. All the news, etc. For the month of October,
2: 2014.
0: you by Skeletor and Collectible.
2: Stop, you imposter! It's brought to you by me, Skeletor. <laughs>
1: And the
0: uh, one of the reasons we started doing uh, Retro Gaming News when we very first started this podcast, it was to look back one year and just see, you know, what has the previous year actually had, you know, has the shine shaken off some of these it was things. Also, it was also
2: just to fill time. Yeah,
0: and we did that, we, <laughs> we, we've been using it to fill time pretty much ever <laughs> since. Uh- <laughs> because it's really fun. <laughs> yes, yes it is. So, October 2014, so that's a year before we started the podcast, alright? Just, just, uh, get, you know, this is, this is not ancient history by any stretch yeah. of the imagination. So. <laughs> I'm gonna suck at this one. First up, we have a video game that is a tie-in <laughs> for an Italian <laughs> I- animated television series. Hey man! <laughs> Italian. Italian! I did not know this thing was Italian. Uh, is it Lolly Rock? What?
1: Lollyrock <laughs> Lolly Rock.
0: Okay, so there is a thing called lolly rock, or is there a genre called lolly rock?
1: Oh, it's, a, it's a TV show.
0: No, it's not that. It's it's um. It's
1: not. It might not be Italian. It's European of some variety, I believe. It's like anime looking, but it's not actually anime. Hence the weird name, even though it has nothing to do with
0: well, uh, Lolita fashion. Tell you what, I'll I'll just flat out go with the franchise. It's Winx. Oh, sure. Yeah. I thought that was that, that would that have been was my next guess. Uh no. According to this, uh Winx is an Italian thing made by a guy called Inactio Frezze, which I gotta mm. say, if he's not Italian, he's working the name hard. <laughs> (laughs) Uh, but the thing I, the thing I love about this is that Winx Club has at this point seven video games. None of them have a page on Wikipedia. They all are lumped in in one paragraph saying the Winx franchise has many video games, including. <laughs> That's because they are hollow
1: nothing games.
0: <laughs> so yes, and in 2014, they had a Winx video game released on the 3DS titled Winx Club Saving Alpha. Sure. To give you an idea of how much they care about this, in the Wikipedia page, it says it is scheduled for release in November 11, 2014. <laughs>
2: the fandom has to get on that. But yeah. <laughs> the, the Winctions, the winctions, uh, or no, I suppose since Winx rhymes with Sphinx, then you'd use the plural yeah. Sphinx, so they'd be Winches. <laughs> nice. They'd be winges. Sphinxes right. need to get on this. We have.
0: Come on, on. We, need we need to see. We need to see. We to sphinges. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's awful. What's the plural of phoenix?
1: I. Uh, no one knows. It's a mystery. Yeah. Uh,
2: fe- yeah. Phoen- Phoenixes. <laughs> uh, official.
0: Officially using just the Phoenicians. <laughs> using the the Greek root, it would be Phoenices. But at the same time, Greek actually had potential for words that had no plural. So,
1: anyway, so in a modern context, we need to be able to use form because we talk about phoenix as depicted in many different mythologies and. Uh, or, you know pop culture or references. towns
2: named
0: yeah. Phoenix
1: uh, t- yeah, so yeah for example we, we do actually require a plural now the city so, in
0: Arizona of Phoenix or wait. its sister evil twin Dark Phoenix <laughs> <laughs> alright what ha- I'm
1: saying is you know stuff you ancient Greeks you haughty toddy know-it-alls
0: oh please they thought we were barbarians <laughs> Bar, 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 bar.
1: Yes, pants. Well, we showed a them. I have skirt since I was 21.
0: <laughs> we showed them. <laughs> All right. out. <laughs> Next up, we have the re-release of a game that came out in 1993. This was ported to Android in 2014. It was a square game. Uh I could give you director producer and I'm sure it won't give anything away. Square is in
1: by SquareSoft or Square is
0: in SquareSoft. lame and Square Square. Uh Koichi Ishii, uh Hiromichi Tanaka, uh the uh sorry, the the composer was Hiroki Kakuta, which might actually be more of a clue. Mother 1? Uh, no. God, if mother, I could, if I could have Mother 1 on my phone. Um no, this <laughs> was the secret of mana relaunch on Android. Okay, oh. it was one of those. Yeah. I
1: didn't know they added yeah. that.
0: Yeah. They have everything out. there for a while. Yeah, and unfortunately, it's apparently not a very
2: good port. They did that with every app, too.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I haven't met a good port, if only because, like, D-pad controls are crap on phones. They just, they're not nice to use. They feel awful.
0: I'm surprised how much a tactile response makes playing an RPG better. I'm really surprised by that.
1: This is why I sort of feel like a tactical RPG-type thing with no free movement is a much better candidate for porting. Mm. Like, in something like Fire Emblem, you you're literally clicking, like, click on unit, click on place to go, which is such a different physical experience to, to moving a character around with a stick or a thumb pad. All yeah. right,
0: next up, we have a game from a franchise, or rather, we have a spin-off game from a franchise <laughs> Narrow
1: game. it down, why don't you? Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this game was meant to be a um, platform-specific kind of buy this platform to get this game, game franchise. They pulled out all the stops for the first game. It was generally as being quite impressive, but you wouldn't buy the console for it. Um, Did it
2: involve buying a bunch of other shit?
0: No, it didn't at the time. Okay, so was it's not it? Skylanders. Not Skylanders.
1: Was it to get people to buy a peripheral or no, the console the itself?
0: console itself. It okay. was very much seen as trying to be, it was trying to be that console's Mario, just, you know, 30 years late.
1: Is this like Little Big Planet it, Racing? It is something? a Little Big
0: Planet spinoff. It's called Run, Sackboy, Run.
1: <laughs> okay. I hadn't heard of that one. Actually, the racing one's on the PSP
0: yeah think. yeah that would be uh also there is a a little big planet um rhythm game where you play <laughs> a, a dancing sack boy trying to defeat dinosaurs and it's called sack boys prehistoric moves it's
1: not called sack beat or oh, beat sack <laughs>
0: Yeah. Well, I don't think you want to call anything a beat sack. Sack beats. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> beat that sack. Anyway, we have a sequel to a game that was all right. It was fine. It had an interesting premise, but didn't really do anything with it and was content to just be kind of middle of the road and adequate from a developer, that really renowned for that sort of okay, but interesting development.
1: Have they always been renowned for okay, but interesting? Or did we at one point think they were visionaries who would, uh, you know, define the future of comedy yeah I'm talking about Double Fine
0: yeah we're talking about Double Fine <laughs>
2: Costume Quest 2 Costume <laughs> Quest 2 yes it is it's Costume Quest 2 Costume Quest is a double fan game I like the most say insane right? mm. I
0: I still have a deep love in my heart for Psychonauts and I, I I will never not be able to think of Full Throttle as a kind of a double fine game and Full Throttle is one of my favourite games so <laughs> but yeah Costume Quest 2 is it's it's okay yeah, it's fine it's fun. it has a it has a one-off comic book called Costume Quest Invasion of the Candy Snatchers which by the way don't google that term
1: <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> while we're at it i'm just gonna skip straight over the latest iteration of tie-in with angry birds because it's transformers because what you really needed in angry birds was michael bay
2: wait no actually yes <laughs> imagine you flip the fucking bird and just everything explodes
0: yeah,
1: I'll tell you what, uh, uh, physics is a lot easier when you just have everything explode on impact.
0: <laughs> bucket. <laughs> All right, we have a, one of those indie darling kind of game. Didn't make a lot of noise. A uh, time by Giant Sparrow on the PlayStation Reap. The game starts completely white space in which the player is chasing after a thing that has escaped a... Plane. I know what game this is. Yes. This... I'm pretty sure Fox doesn't have a chance. <laughs> okay. Oh, I got nothing. It's a PlayStation 3 is... <laughs> exclusive indie game. Named, so. Yeah. Well, not anymore.
1: Oh, yeah, it's moved on. I do technically uh, have a copy of Journey now, but I well, haven't this, played it because it requires is, an installation, and my hard drive's not big enough.
0: Oh no. <clears throat> yes, Jeff. This is the
2: unfinished Swan.
0: This is the unfinished. Uh,
2: the unfinished Swan is takes place in a world that is entirely almost entirely white. I mean, literally, just everything is flat white, uh-huh. and you you can throw ink blots at your environment to see what's around you yeah. and to uncover se- uncover secrets and um, find find out find story elements things like that make progress. It includes, it includes a maze. It includes <laughs> a maze,
0: yes. That is
1: legit interesting. I think now the a maze
2: can, in a flat white environment. It's slightly sadistic. <laughs> ah, but, but you get to see the maze from above first. True. So you can actually, like, you can see some shading because mm. there is, you know, there is ambient light. But not only that, but you can also fucking chuck those ink blots <laughs> like, across the map. So you can it's fill hilarious. in a lot of the maze beforehand. So it's not as bad as it sounds.
0: Now... If uh, one one final piece of trivia about the unfinished Swan, which is a is a very uh, lovely kind of game, I, I definitely mm-hmm. recommending it out. Um, it's soundtrack Jeb. You've you've yeah. heard some of the soundtrack, yeah? Really yeah. good. If I told she... you that was a. St- State orchestra producing that, like that was actually you know a state, like, as in like one of the states of the United States. They went to the mm-hmm. place and they're like, "Hey, can we
2: get your state orchestra to do the soundtrack for this, and we'll pay for it." Mm-hmm. Well, that's not that's not uncommon. Like the uh, like there are a lot of games that uh, have that license, like the uh, um, Prague Philharmonic. Yeah, like that's the thing you can just do. That's the thing that indie games just do. Yeah,
1: yeah. Getting credit for it is the slightly more surprising part. Here's,
2: here's the thing that
0: I here's the thing that amuses me about this though. The state Leading question is Tennessee. Sounds about right. They can use the money. And they have Nashville. So, of course, they have a place where they've got all the recording equipment. Just just all the recording equipment. (laughs) All of it. (laughs) All right. Now we're getting into the stuff Jeb's talked about. Well, we Uh, did. I've talked about the evidence one on this podcast. That's true. But you've also talked about this on this podcast, and it's a year later, so we'll get to see what you think of it now. An open-world third-person shooter video game developed by Insomniac and published on the Xbox One. <laughs>
2: Sunset Overdrive.
0: Sunset Overdrive. Get to play oh. Dress Up with Anarchists. <coughs> <laughs> you get to play dress up with anarchists.
2: Yes. It's the it's the it's the the, the it's the, the mutant child, the, the illegitimate offspring of like Jet Set Radio and and uh Ratchet <laughs> Clank. There's an amount of Assassin's
0: Creed in there as well, only in well, the costumes. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, there is Assassin's Creed in costumes. Because oh, I almost forgotten that. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me. That was brilliant.
0: They they were throwing shade at Assassin's Creed Unity.
1: No. For
2: not let for, well, uh in Assassin's Creed Unity, they said that you couldn't play uh, a female assassin in the um multiplayer because women are too hard to animate. So nice. Insomniac put an assassin's outfit for the female player character in Sunset Overdrive <laughs> oh, and they nice. used it in a bunch of ads. <laughs> Just
0: a very long shadow there. Nice. Sun- Sunset o-
2: Sunset Overdrive is really cool. It is. It is one of those games where, absolutely without question, moving is the most fun part. Mm. Um Sounds cool. And the well, the, the game will like the game insists that you keep moving because the as you keep moving, er, you're you're. Like your combo meter goes up as you keep moving. And also you can't just like by walking outrun the month, the, 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 uh, energy drink zombies, but you can if you're rail grinding on everything <laughs> up. You cannot, you can, you can rail grind up because of course you can't. Um, <laughs> This is a
0: game that at last check uses a piece of the interface to tell a very impressive joke at the end?
2: No no this is a this is well, probably, but I haven't <laughs> hit the end, but this is a this is a, a game where like to to finish off one of the bosses, which by the way, this boss is like a a Chinese dragon that yeah. in order to hit it, you, you rail grind down its tail to its head and then hit it in the head.
1: Nice.
2: But you do the last blow by grabbing part of your interface. That's what and I'm talking about. with it, you no, know, this is like, that's, that's the first
0: boss. Oh, nice. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So you'd say, a, you know, a year on, none of the
2: shine has faded. Um, some of the shine has faded just because I don't like tower defense. Ah. And that's an integral part of the game. Nuts. No. Uh, granted, the more you, like, you can retry immediately, like, if if you fail when you retry, if you retry too many times when you fail the, um, tower defense, they just say, okay, look, uh. Here's extra ammo and extra health and extra time and all this other stuff.
0: Yeah, awesome. That's nice. Of them. Uh, they will, they, they,
2: they will reward. They will let you keep going if if you're if you suck at terror defense, which I do.
0: Now you you remember? Um, so he, here is the interesting trivia about Sunset Overdrive's origin. The original point that they were starting from to make this game was DayZ using the engine for the game Fuse. Okay. Yeah.
1: Fuse is the
0: one that, that used, used that to be Overstrike. Used to be
1: Overstrike. Appeared to have a sense. Of humor and then was
0: turned incredibly into incredibly dull. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm very mad at Fuse. I will probably always be mad at Fuse. It's like that thing with baseballers where you know. Are, such you, as sure such as exulted, hmm? are you sure it's that Fuse
2: and not like the the motorcycle the, the dirt bike game Fuse? I will double check that.
0: Because uh, another more different Fuse. Because I, I admit I did just read the summary.
2: There are multiple. There have been multiple games named
0: Fuse. No, no, it, it was Insomniac spelled with a Z.
2: No, it was Insomniac's
0: Fuse. The uh the shooter. Okay, yeah, it's powered it's the same engine between both games You know just, just a thing next up we have a game that Jeb talked about accidentally going on sale human game. game of course <laughs>
2: <laughs> kind of you play a huge muscly dude
0: <laughs> named Hawkin. yes it's a uh, it's
2: Lords of the Fallen Lords of the Fallen note of any degree of interest yeah it's a it's a shame because you know
1: and the most is, interesting, interesting thing about it was accidentally going on sale
0: yeah I mean we, we well, have games see, the, we the, know the game that it, uh, sucks yeah, we like, have games that are, that suck interestingly though Like, there are parts of Dragon's Dogma that are a bit garbage <laughs> mm-hmm. But but Dragon's Dogma itself works so wonderfully As a piece of, <laughs> of of excellent garbage Whereas Lords of the Fallen just appears to suck In the most grey, brown,
2: slurryish way It is the soylent of suck What <laughs> if we took Dark Souls And got rid of any amount of customizabil- customization of your character? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a great fucking start Yeah it- it's really bad. It's really bad, and yeah, I mean, I, I, I hate to say this because hey, look, it's a challenging game. Like it's an alternative to playing Dark Souls, but it's really bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it's really not. Like Dark Souls could actually work with a fixed character. Like all of the all of the interesting storytelling stuff and shit could still happen.
2: Yeah, but that doesn't do that either. It gives you say, it gives you like text logs. <laughs> yeah.
1: Ah, because yes.
2: You know, the other thing that Dark Souls is known for, collecting your lore in text logs that don't, and not
0: <laughs> obscuring not anything. No, not at all. Alright, next up we have what I would consider a difficult second album game. <laughs> In the, the first game by this developer was kind of out of nowhere and really good. And the second one was okay. Eh, transistor was sad. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Right. Uh, I would like to, uh, before before we say anything else about Transistor, I would like to put the music direction and the person doing uh, the designs of the locations and the visuals. Uh, those are going to a bubble and they get set aside. I have nothing bad to say about them. They're really quite Okay, excellent. we're
1: keeping the high heels on this side of the bubble, just for the record.
0: Yes, the high heels. Yeah, they're a character design. Design element, not a not a visual expression. Okay. Yeah, I, I couldn't finish transistor. I, I got bored. Wow.
2: <laughs> Sorry, it's just Dude.
1: harsh. Simply harsh for a follow up to uh, Bastion.
2: Well, I I really dislike the whole taking your abilities away from you for. An extended yeah. period of time mechanic.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, I, I think that's a misstep.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And, like the there, there, like I stopped playing it when I reached a point where I died and I lost my basic attack. Yeah, well, what you gonna do at that point?
1: How the hell does that work?
2: Yeah, well, that it's just a one. In, <laughs> that would be what a sensible game would do, but that's not a sensible mm-hmm. game. Uh, you see, the, from a couple fights earlier, I'd already lost uh, one ability, so uh, the next one I lost was my basic attack, and it's like, do I really want to go through? Two more sets of fights because it's not just until you reach the next terminal; it's the one after that. Yeah, you have mm-hmm. to reach another set of fights before you get your ability back, and that's not good. Yeah, yeah, it, it's this real problem.
0: it's this real art student moment where someone describes you like, "I want to do this," blah blah blah, and and like that is interesting. Don't do it. It's not a good <laughs> idea. It is an interesting idea. All right. Next up, we have a triumphant return of a designer of the days of yore coming back and bringing to the masses a game from the genre that he practically invented all by himself.
2: You know, I actually like goddess?
0: <laughs> no, not, not that developer. Oh, a different one. Different one from the same era.
1: That's okay. We're talking about Sid Meier, right? We're talking about
0: Sid Meier, yeah. Yeah. Sid Meier's oh. civilization beyond Earth. Yeah, I like Beyond Earth, too. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize Beyond Earth was... Is that recent. Yeah, Beyond Earth was October t- 2014 oh, uh, and it got Beyond an expansion Earth- pack in 2015.
2: Beyond Earth does suffer from uh, it's not as good as Alpha Centauri. Yep.
0: Well, Alpha and- Centauri was also funny. I know this is going to sound really silly to complain about in what is ultimately a-, a resource economic game, but but it was funny. It had a sense of personality. I
1: mm-hmm, Look, it's not weird to talk about wanting a sense of personality in any mm. genre, any mechanics, any, any, like, games need personality. True. A- well, I,
2: I think that's kind of a a, a, a trademark of Rex games. Yeah,
1: how's that? Well,
2: like Civilization VI just came out. It has, uh, it has, it's quoting Monty Python.
0: <laughs> I liked uh, I, someone. Someone shared a screenshot with me of, of Civ VI where uh, England straight up has colonialism as its thing. Like it points out that if you're not going around the world stealing other people's resources, you're not going to be very good. Which fair. That's that's fair and really <laughs> on the nose.
2: I wouldn't have expected them. I, I would for for. Uh, a Civilization game that's far down the line. True. I'd expect I that suppose... from, like, Civilization 2. Mm.
1: I suppose since in a lot of these, a lot of 4X-type games, you're, you don't get a story, so... Yeah. You, like, you know, you pretty much have to have humor, because <laughs> otherwise you just got the raw mechanics and the aesthetics, really.
2: Oh well, beyond Beyond Earth and Alpha Centauri both have a, a, a story you discover. Yeah, but yeah, it's not as funny as Alpha Centauri, and it's not ev- it's not anything as good as Alpha Centauri. But Alpha Centauri is one of the best video games ever made. It is okay <laughs> to not be as good as Alpha Centauri.
1: Yeah, okay, that that is an important thing to recognize.
0: Next up, we have a platform exclusive release that was designed to get you to buy this platform. This one to sell a peripheral, or strictly the platform strictly the platform. Okay. And it was the PlayStation. Uh, it was a sequel to a game that was multi-platform. Uh-huh. Uh, it was seen as, at first, kind of shocking and inappropriate. Like, what's this character doing on this platform? Ah, uh, yes. Zula returns. <laughs> and then everyone remembered that she spends most of her time dressing up and they were able to give her a whole bunch of outfits for the franchises that were on this platform. So it's Bayonetta 2? It's Bayonetta 2, yes.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I have to say, it came as a shock. Like, of, of all the places where you can put Bayonetta, the, the Wii U, did not seem to be the natural
0: choice. Mm-hmm. But uh, Nintendo does like money, so... All right, blurring through, we now have a, a tie-in video game for a cartoon developed by Platinum. The platinum video? developed cartoon? Platinum developed the game. Okay. Um, um, let's sorry. start with Korra. Yeah, that's The Legend of Korra. Yeah, yeah
1: same thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's a fine game. <laughs> yeah,
0: it, it's definitely a Platinum game.
1: <laughs> it's got a rubbish plot. <laughs>
0: uh,
2: I, I watched swear video. to god You we- could make
1: a Korra drinking game Out of any time She can't use her powers For some reason Just take a <laughs> sip
2: Yes Jeb Any time you fight A group of ob- Obnoxious opponents In a round room Take a drink <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh that's the Platinum game mm.
0: Uh, I've been told that the 3DS Korra game is garbage and toilets. Which is so
1: disappointing because it's like a strategy RPG type thing, isn't it? Yeah. I wanted that to be good so much.
0: Next up, we have a remake of a 90s era build shooter. Um, It's a game that... Shadow Warrior. Yeah, Shadow Warrior. The, the original was <laughs> racist as hell. Uh. The sequel is probably racist too. Two, but it's... considerably better. But yeah, like I don't feel comfortable myself sitting here going, "Well, that's obviously racist," because you know, yeah, um, there, there there is enough degree of ambiguity about some of the elements. Like you know, actually, no, I do know people who behave that way. That isn't a caricature.
1: Um, <laughs> well, caricatures aren't untrue. That's not the point. It's like, sorry, what I mean to say is, caricatures don't mean no one acts this way, and it's just totally made up. It's so true. You know, knowing a person who fits a stereotype in no way validates the stereotype is what i'm trying to say.
0: On the other hand it is a game about a uh, chinese american um, protagonist developed by a bunch of guys from Poland so just guessing they probably <laughs> got it wrong somewhere. At least different Also a
2: lot of penis jokes. Lots of penis jokes. <laughs> Though to be fair lots of penis jokes.
0: I know some people who have names that are reminiscent of penises
2: and they are prone to making those jokes too. <laughs> well sure. Well also, sure, but also, but, I'm, <laughs> but if i'm but i'm not going to make those jokes. About yes. this, this yeah like
1: if you point. have that name you, you probably gotta lean into it
2: yeah uh was that
1: a penis maybe it was yeah.
2: yeah uh
0: that said i will also note that the introductory shot for lo wang in shadow warrior where he's driving in a very fancy sports car with a Grimlock bobblehead on his dash singing along to the touch like Ooh. that's a strong first impression they were really trying <laughs> It's a really strong first impression.
1: Yay.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I really liked Shadow Warrior the game. I thought this was certainly more thoughtful and more worth engaging. than Bioshock Infinite which came out in the same year. If you liked Bioshock Infinite but wished it was better Shadow Warrior is better than Bioshock Infinite. Just a lot take. of games
2: are better than Bioshock Infinite. <laughs> yeah that, that's that's true.
1: They uh, Do I remember correctly that they did a little bit of the Prince of Persia stuff <laughs> the in-, in that the most of the character development was, was done by bickering with yes. a cohort?
0: Yes. And Shadow Warrior is one of the only games I can think of that I've played recently where a pair of men discuss a problem emotionally mm. like it's it's not super deep it is a pair of bros basically going bro 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 but it is still more than I expected out of a first person shooter's plot sure um ahem. next up we have a gay a puzzle platformer developed by a friend of mine well developed by a group of people that includes a friend of mine escape goat We. Escape goat. Uh the only rats in
1: fancy hats.
0: Yes, the only game I know of where you can play around with a rat in a fancy hat.
1: I really love the rats.
0: It is. um, It's not easy, by the way. Uh, if, if you're looking, like there is a, a set of bonus levels in in Escape Goat that um, are ridiculously just just brutally hard. Uh, I, I have no real recommendation for you aside from just don't try them. Just just don't try them. They I got about
2: halfway through it and getting quit because I I, I wasn't I wasn't feeling the, the difficulty. Yeah, it is you? definitely ferociously tuned
0: to different.
1: You do not need to tell people not to try the super hard levels. True. Because anyone who should is going to know that they want to by yes. the time they finish the other
0: stuff. True. Also, October 2014 was around the point, not just where the release of the Wii U was getting a couple of games out, also the bubble around the Xbox One. Specifically, it was season two of a free-to-play game on the Xbox One came out of time.
2: Yes.
0: Yes, developed by Double Helix Games, Iron Galaxy Studios, Rareware, and Microsoft
2: Studios. Killer Instinct. Yeah. <laughs> One oh, of this the- was Killer best instance, fighting game. games ever come
1: out. Oh, I forgot that that's free to play. Yeah. <laughs> also, I didn't know that. Like, what's this season thing? Explain this to me.
0: A season is a batch of characters. Yeah. Oh. And a batch of game content, basically. Okay. Well, the characters and their levels. Yeah.
1: So it's an expansion more or less, but it's there on a specific kind of schedule.
0: Effectively, yeah. what they do with the season system is they say, hey, we're going to do these characters in this order and it'll be done by this time. And then they announced and we're going to do another batch of this many this time. I think they're on okay. season three. I'm not sure. They're that game is still getting released that's cool (laughs) but yes um Killer Instinct is an amazing soundtrack I don't (laughs) like the game the rest of the game could be (laughs) toilets I don't
2: care the soundtrack is so good the game is also very good yeah
0: um I have a friend who's very into fighting games and she remarked as she recently got into it that it it handles a reverse form of mastery to most um fight games that she's used where most fight games are about very much front loaded combos whereas killer instinct tries to backload the combo so you have to know when to get out of a combo rather than just your combos trail off
2: mm-hmm. well it's if you a, don't if you, you don't if you don't execute the combo finisher the combo finisher yeah. then if you, then you lose half of your damage
0: yeah uh, uh, effectively you're willing to say i'm confident that this will be the last meaningful hit i can get in this combo and really good players are about squeaking one or two extra hits into a combo that's well, well, so always you choose true.
1: when the finisher comes out it's always no it's always two
2: finisher or not it's It's always two. Yeah. It's always two. Yeah. Because every time you you hit, you can either end it or link it. Yeah. But if you link it, then you have to keep going. Yep.
0: Uh, Next up, we have...
2: Opener link and then either you you open link and then you either end it or use a different opener mm. and then you have to link it again and then you can end it or you can open it again. That's how it keeps going. Yeah. I think it's been a while. Yeah. Uh,
0: next up, we have a horror game that was designed to uh, reignite interest in horror games <laughs> of this type. Uh, it was directed by the creator of Resident Evil, Shinji Mikami. Did it what? Since I bet none of you remember it, I'm going to guess no. <laughs> Shinji Mikami. No,
2: wait, 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 wait.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shinji Mikami. <laughs> You made so, it. gotta give me
2: a bit more information
0: here Yep, it was multi-platform, PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, 360, Xbox One, Microsoft Windows uh, It's centered on protagonist Sebastian Castellanos It's a third-person um, perspective Yeah It received a generally positive reception upon release Praise was mostly directed at horror elements While criticism was directed at the game's many technical issues
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's never something you want to hear
0: uh, its English language name is nothing like its Japanese language name.
1: It's kind of half of the course, so. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a game that in Japan was known as Psycho Break, and in English was called The Evil Within. Oh. Yeah. That was
2: Shiji Mikami. I had no idea. <laughs> I think that's coming out on one of the free services on uh, November, either be- Xbox. I mean, like games of gold or PSM plus. I,
0: I would definitely be interested to hear what you think if you play it because technical issues tend to go away over time because they get patched mm-hmm. out. Uh, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, uh, I, I genuinely am curious uh, to hear if this game is actually all that bad because most of the commentary is like, yeah, it's got some really good horror elements but plays a bit. Eh. <laughs> I feel like I've
2: heard it sucks.
0: That would not surprise me. Uh, it's a horror game and those often require a certain degree of, um, a, 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 of buy-in and uh, I'm not usually used to horror games with machine guns going so well. Maybe I'm a little burned on that front. Uh, next I'm up, sure you could
1: make that work.
0: Next up, we have a cover-based shooter from it is set in a period. Where there are no guns.
1: Oh, oh, oh! It's it's in Rome. Yes, it is. I don't remember what it's
0: called though. Is it
1: Son of Rome? Rise, Rise.
0: son of Rome, spelled R-Y-S-E. No, and that's apparently the protagonist's name. That's
2: the guy's name,
0: which is to say, classical Roman name Reese. (laughs) Reef. That's Welsh. Yeah, if you got got name spelt like that and you're around in the Roman Empire, you're Welsh.
1: <laughs> well, you you are a, a bowman at last year.
0: No, you're not! Nope. That, that
1: was how they did the cover shooting there. No. Well, that is did, how they what, did the cover with spears? shooting. Spears? With-
0: People shoot at you with bows and arrows. You are moving around between cover points, including dudes with shields who you hide and move with.
2: Uh. Which, granted, granted, that's actually kind of cool.
0: Yeah, and, that it's, is... a, and it's a CryEngine game. So when you threw it onto an Xbox One, <coughs> that, all that Flash new optimized hardware, Bryce looked pretty it good. Sucked. But then, it <laughs> sucked. They, <laughs> it sucked. I like James
1: Version. Yeah. It sucked. Yeah. <laughs> But that still doesn't really work as Reese, by the way. No, it
0: really doesn't.
1: No, there's entirely too many vowels. Raise in that there's a vowel.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty sure
2: that letter doesn't exist in
1: not in, in that Rome. context.
2: Uh,
0: the the Y the Y
2: is it a derivation may have a, of I. It, uh, are you sure? Uh, no, no, no. Wouldn't like, it be in, a, wouldn't it be, a, I, wouldn't it be a, it, a der, like in that language? Wouldn't it be like a derivation of J?
0: Well, that's the thing. The J and the I are the ambiguated character in that case. Yeah. Uh, if any any name you hear from that period with a Y sound in it, that was probably written. with with an I wait, so wait, what you're saying is Roman it, name. His, name, okay, okay.
2: his name is just,
0: yeah is, 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 it's now, Regis now that said it's Regis Philbin's game that said that does produce a an really interesting bit of trivia here where you will note that uh, in the Hebrew Bible there are names that start with J and yeah, sure. for example uh, the name translated in the Old Testament and New Testament as Jesus is it's the same name as the English language name Joshua which means that Jesus was Joshua son of Joseph which means Jesus was a Jojo you are pushing find, it
2: I think you'll find in order to be a Jojo you have to be a Joe star
1: I think you find also that Yeshua is the uh, more appropriate uh translation especially if you're going for the next closest thing to Jesus so. all right go, go ahead and pick you
2: you you, you you thought what is Stan it was, you thought it was the son of God but it was me dear. <laughs>
0: which works on other levels because of the heavy metal references. Uh next up we have the last two games of this, this this month and I have cut a ton. Uh we have a super competitive game that lots of people were playing for about 1 month and then stopped. And then DLC came out and everyone was really excited and then this <laughs> this is a game that has customizable characters. Density. Uh what was that Jeff? Oh, density. Nope, nope, it's nope, not nope, nope. No. Uh think about the you know, Destiny is generally regarded as like the hardcore uh platform's version of this uh, uh, uh the, the hardcore platform version of an MMO. Uh, this is the softcore version of definitely not an MMO. Uh, <laughs> this is a franchise that's been going for yonks now. It is a franchise made of franchise. It is a Smash Bro.
1: Oh. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Well, it should be the most recent Smash
0: Bro then. Yes. Uh, Smash, Smash Bros. for Nintendo 3DS and we... Yep. Smash you. Finally, we the have... Smash
1: Bro I have not had.
0: Finally, we have a science fiction roguelike horror game deliberately playing with a retroistic... Re- retro fantastic... Character. Is it
1: yes. the one where you can play like thing you like to play is like a criminal who got loose in the ship and it's like an alien blob that he...
0: No, but you are correct what in that is there that? is an alien in this... Uh, I don't know what game you're talking about there. This one's also part of a famous franchise. Alien Isolation? Yes, it is Alien Isolation.
2: No, that's a roguelike?
0: That is a roguelike. Huh. Well, uh, not
2: the, not uh, like uh, the level layout.
0: Yeah, correction. C- correct me on that one. Yeah, it's not roguelike but it does procedurally
2: generate. No. Huh? No? I am fairly certain that Alien Isolation is handcrafted. Huh
1: thought it was from the descriptions I've heard of it. Like, it sounded like a carefully crafted thing.
2: Because, like, they, they made it so it was like, right from the comics or something. Yeah, right you are. I don't know where I got the idea
0: that it was procedurally generated from. Um, yeah. maybe the alien spawns? Uh, that, that wouldn't surprise me. Um, the alien is meant to be a very uh, organically deforming component of the game. Uh, if that said... It
2: will organically deform your face.
0: Yeah, true. Uh, other games that came out in this month that I didn't go over because we just didn't have the time, but included such wonderful titles as another release of Spongebob Belunky. Uh, another release of Dive Kick. (laughs) Um, uh, These are
1: all re-releases?
0: Yeah, the The pre-sequel of Borderlands. A re-release of Lone Survivor. The PS Vita release of Minecraft. (laughs) And the 3DS, PS3, Wii U, and Xbox 360 release of Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures. Hell
2: yeah, the Pac is
0: back!
2: (laughs) 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 Woo!
1: Have you seen there's a 3DS theme for that, Jeb? (laughs)
2: Oh my god! I gotta get in on that. That's all good right. Shit right there. That's, that's the one. That's the that's that's uh, that's this the game. This the game where Pack is back and he yes. can turn into a tongue lizard.
1: <laughs> that's, all that's always missing from pac Man.
2: You can turn into a ball, a giant ball, but your nose sticks out. It looks like a dick.
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> Turn into.
2: <laughs> he turns into a ball. He loses his feet, loses his hand. And his nose sticks out. It <laughs> looks like a dick. And it looks like a dick. And when you roll, when you roll, when you start rolling, you, it, the, the dick goes back in, and then it just slowly pops back up. <laughs>
1: It's like one of those toys
2: (laughs) (laughs)
0: Pac-Man Thank you all for joining us here At the Downloadable Concept Podcast This week Uh, As always Our server costs are paid for Thanks to your contributions on Patreon Uh, We'd just like to thank you for that very much The listener As ever always That was Skeletor (laughs) That was Skeletor
1: That wasn't Skeletor This is Skeletor
0: And this is Skeletor (laughs) See you next (laughs) (laughs) week I think I'm the penguin now Or Dick Cheney.
2: (laughs) No, Pac-Man was Dick Cheney. (laughs) Hey! (laughs) Hey!